You're listening to the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen, certified fitness trainer and life coach since 2002, transforming lives in magic fashion, teaching Stop the Mind Screw process. And it's Tuesday. You know what that means. That means we are having Transurfing on Tuesday. And here's the thing. I like to just open the book up anywhere, at any time, and I find answers. But today we're on page 160. We're talking about the needy, the indignant, and the fighter. I want you to think of entitlement on all of these across the board. Entitlement in the shape of, remember the airplane when somebody was like being dragged off the airplane because their ticket got sold and to me that just came across as entitled and I want you to think about that as we discuss this. So we are on page 160. The needy, the indignant, and the fighter. In any situation, a person can respond with two extremes of behavior. One extreme is to be swept along by the current like a powerless paper boat. And the other is to row stubbornly against the tide. If a person is lazy, incapable of taking the initiative, has no goals, and is happy to simply exist, then they can be controlled by other forces. It is very easy for this kind of person to become a pendulum's puppet. People like this effectively decline from choosing their own fate or choose to believe that their fate is predestined or predoomed. Through their choice, they affirm the statement that there is no flying from fate. What will be will be, and they will be proved right because this path also exists as a potential reality in the alternative space. Having made this decision, all a person can do is complain about their fate and, and in their impotence, hope for the mercy of higher powers. When a person gives up responsibility for their fate, they take one or two paths in life. On one path, they accept circumstances and beg for handouts, cap in hand, appealing either to the pendulum or to some higher power. A pendulum will force the needy to work hard and the person will break their back, earning in a very humble living. They may naively call on higher powers for help, but generally speaking, higher powers have more important things to do. (laughs) I think it's funny he says that. The needy abdicate responsibility for their own fate in the manner of, it's all in God's hands. Perhaps they believe that all you have to do is ask nicely, and as God is merciful, he will give you what you need. There is a joke that goes... A man lying on his sofa praying, God, he says, make me rich. I know you can. I totally believe in your greatness. Annoyed, the Lord tells him, listen, mate, you could at least go buy a lottery ticket. It is a convenient position to abdicate all responsibility for your life at the same time as wallowing in your own self-importance. For it is self-important to imagine yourself so significant that God in all of his majesty and mercy would see to your needs personally. God has already given man the ultimate gift, 
freedom of choice. And yet, some people are too infantile to accept the gift, preferring to remain constantly dissatisfied. People will always find ways of justifying their actions, claiming that their path is too densely strewn with obstacles, and that for them, something always goes wrong. That something, of course, is balanced forces and pendulums that arise as a consequence of excess potential generated by their self-importance. If a person does not fit the role of the needy, they may choose the role of the indignant, expressing their dissatisfaction and demanding to be given what they are supposedly due. Again, this is the airplane person right here. By being so very demanding, the indignant person harms the potential shape of their destiny even more. Imagine a man who visits an art gallery but does not like the exhibition and so has a tantrum, believing that he has the right to express his dissatisfaction. He stomps his feet, making threats, breaking things, and demanding that the, that the organizers take the exhibition down. Naturally, the man would be punished for his actions, which would make him even more resentful and all the more inclined to express his indignation. A person who believes that their own wants and needs should be a priority for others would never dream that they are merely a guest in this world. Transurfing offers a different path. If you want something, don't plead for it. Don't demand it. Just go ahead and get it. However, people tend to take this too far in their struggle for a place in the sun. Taking a hard stand, people declare war on pendulums, get drawn in competition, and elbow their way forward. Their entire life becomes a struggle for survival. We already know that passive acceptance and overt dissatisfaction cause a person to become dependent on pendulums. The needy create excess potential via their feelings of guilt. Remember, we talked about guilt a few weeks ago. Voluntarily offering themselves into the hands of the manipulators, the victim automatically assumes that they are condemned to have to ask for what they want and waits until someone decides to give it to them. The indignant person creates excess potential with their continuous expression of dissatisfaction and ruins their own life by endlessly invoking balanced forces. Public opinion is mainly shaped by pendulums. The excess potential of self-importance preserves as a feeding trough for pendulums, and so beliefs based on some aspect of self-importance are widely supported. The belief that a personal goal is difficult to attain represents a projection of outer importance. Whereas a belief that the goal can only be achieved by a personality with extraordinary qualities is a projection of inner importance. Either way, the individual is fleeced. They may be allowed to reach the finish line, which will no doubt make them very happy. But what the person will not realize is how much energy was wasted, not so much reaching the goal as on indulging the exactions of the pendulum. When a person learns to break the loop with the pendulum, they will have their freedom. To free yourself from the burden of pendulums, you have to abandon inner and outer importance. Now the question arises as to how the phrase, go ahead and get it, should be understood specifically and how to go about it. And the rest of this book is devoted to answering that question. So soon you will have the answer.
What? This episode right here explains so much. I remember that airplane people were like just getting so furious. And you've probably heard me talk about this before if you've been following me for any amount of time. And to me, it came across as entitled and importance is huge. Remember, we talk about importance in Stop the Mind Screw and how to drop importance. You know, you are given the gift or the freedom of choice, but we still prefer to remain constantly dissatisfied you know, people are justifying their actions and claiming that their path is strewn with obstacles and something is always going wrong. But that something is balancing forces. We talk about that in reality transurfing, balancing forces and pendulums that arise as a consequence of excess potential generated by self-importance. What? This means we need to drop this importance and realize, oh, okay, it's not all about me. How about looking at it as, hey, I'm a guest in this world and what can come of this? Why is this happening? Why is this happening right now? And look at it from a different perspective. That right there will drop importance. When a person breaks the loop of the pendulum, they will have their freedom. That's how you break the loop of the pendulum. You know, we are not to be needy. We are not to be unappreciative, indignant, and we're not to be a fighter or a victimizer. So what are we to do? Well, next week we are going to discuss these three tactical behaviors in detail, but they are as follows. You go with the flow. You follow guiding signs, or you can let go. Those are the three tactical behaviors. I'll repeat them again. You go with the flow, the guiding signs, and number three, letting go. So let's go back to the beginning of this. In a situation, a person can respond with two extremes behavior. One extreme is to be swept along the current like a powerless paper boat. And the other is to row stubbornly against the tide. Which are you? Are you going to go with the flow? Are you going to watch for the guiding signs? Or are you just going to let it go? And, and, And that's how you deal with the pendulums that have gotten you to where you're going feeling needy or exerting importance over others, over your plane seat, or are you going to just, you know, quit struggling against the pendulum? And the story of the art gallery is something that um, Renee Garcia brought up in the Transurfing International Transurfing Group when we were all a part of it a couple of years ago or a year ago. And she was talking about how, and I have a blog post on it. She called somebody out for going, this group has gone downhill. And she didn't like that because that was her group. That was her baby. And so she called him out with his profile, 
picture and everything and his words and said, do you think that the group is going downhill? You're acting like the guy in the art gallery. When ironically, really and truly, she was using projection on her part to tell him, to call him out. This guy was just a little guy that maybe needed her coaching and she wanted to call him out like that. And it just was so mean and so wrong. And it was also using transurfing in a negative fashion. I quickly learned a long time ago to go with the flow and also to watch for the guiding signs because they are always there, but you can't see them if you're acting indignant, if you're acting needy or you're fighting. You can't see those guiding signs. And number three, you got to let go. Oh my gosh, next week is going to be a good one. So be sure you're sticking around for this and maybe even sign up for the email because I always throw in some extra guidance and extra transurfing and stop the mind screw tips in my weekly email. And you can sign up for that at www.kathyowen.com backslash reality dash transurfing. And that is K-A-T-H-I-E-O-N.com backslash reality dash transurfing. That's my episode for today. If you liked it, be sure to share it with somebody who could benefit from this. And until next time, I'll see you next time. Peace out and namaste. Bye.